This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of week again. It's Monday night. Welcome to the live version of the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. You know why we're here. We don't know why we're here, but you, you should. hopefully you know why we're here. Yes. Do you know why we're here? I know why we're here. Why are we here? Uh, we're making the world safer democracy. <laughs> <laughs> making the world a better place, one episode at a time. That's right. Yes, one one dick joke at a time. I I don't know. <laughs> that's what heroes do. That's, that's the heroes we all need inside. That's right. This week, we are making the world a safer place by discussing fascism. Because fascism is a great thing, and we all need a little more fascism in our life. Go around. Yes, I mean we got the new fascist dictator in Italy, who happens yes. to be a female, who happens to be anti-woman, and of course, um, the the reincarnate of Benito Mussolini. Nice. Um, we've got fascist takeovers in uh, what was it, Sweden, right yeah. now? Yes. Yeah, uh, Poland has uh, had fascist takeovers. I mean, there was the scare in France. You remember that? There yep. was like yeah, got really close, really close to fascist yeah. dictator in France and yeah. uh, Great Britain. We talked about yeah. they had a fascist, almost a fascist takeover. Yeah. It, yeah. I think you could pro- probably say that Brexit was a fascist. Oh, thing absolutely. Too, so. yeah, it was a very populist movement. I mean, it, it, anything that pushes against that yeah. left agenda is obviously yeah. I fascism. I read Spain is uh, on that train as well. Yeah, I, yeah uh, there's there's several of them. There's yeah. like this populist wave that's sweeping yeah. across Europe. And the only thing people can like the the mainstream can chalk it up to is like racism and fascism it's like oh populist movement right. donald trump racism yeah. fascism uh hitler and blah, our brains explode yeah and it's like well did you ever stop and maybe ask yourself why are these populist movements gaining traction and so that's what i want to do today is at maybe do what they should be doing in the first place what real journalists should do and stop ask the questions yeah ask like right. why are these people voting in uh popular if they are as terrible as uh, people are making them out to be right. that's another thing i want to look at is how terrible are some of these people mm. actually and then on the other hand why are we why are people voting them in is yeah. it like whoa just their inherent racism obviously leads them towards uh fascist dictators yeah. now that there, there's more to it there's real problems out there yeah that people need to address that aren't being addressed. And so that leads us down this road of populism. Yeah. And I, I think I think we discussed populism not too long ago. Yeah, but, I think so. But too. not not to this extent right. of this, not this like populist wave. Populist wave, yeah. In in Europe. So And I, I think I had mentioned to you before, like after Trump was uh elected, you know, everybody was like, you know, why why does America hate it 
you know people different from it or yeah, you know why right. are they why are they racist or whatever and and i'd mentioned there was this uh, film producer uh riaz patel he was a, he's a islamic uh gay man Right. And he wanted to find out why America had turned so hateful. Mm -hmm. And so he was producing this docuseries and decided to start traveling around the country. And what he found out was there was no story because there wasn't hateful, yeah. just people just trying to take care of their families. Yeah, and it's it's like people inherently want to take care of themselves. And when they have their own concerns, they address mm -hmm. their own concerns. Yeah. And then they're, if somebody rises up and it's like, I know you have problems and I want to help with your problems. The people tend to lean towards yeah. that, whether it's a good leader or right. a horrible fascist dictator, it doesn't matter. You're, there's so many unanswered problems out there, especially like worldwide, but we see it here in the United States. It's like, oh, there's inflation. And the government here is like, what inflation? What are you right. talking about? Right, yeah. Oh, there's an immigration problem. Uh, we're not going to call that a crisis yet. Uh, there, there's I, I don't see the problem. And then they just start playing politics with yeah. it, like shipping the, the immigrants across the yeah. country and stuff. And, and they're not addressing actual problems. And then they wonder why uh, we get these dramatic political shifts of mm -hmm. like the popular opinion or the political opinion. It's just like, no, this ain't working. Yeah. Let's try something else. And I talked about this with Dave Casey last week that we're going to see this dramatic oh, yeah. uh sweep shift. to the like pendulum yeah. shift to the other side once people get to the point where they're just like no oh, we're yeah. tired of this woke bullshit yeah. i don't want anything to do with any of it let's let's yeah let's get away from this i mean and look at you know the last what uh 40 <coughs> years you know you had you had um lbj right and his leftist you know new deal and then you had nixon come in and nixon was very grounded yeah right and then after that because he lied you know, people, well, that nobody really voted for Gerald Ford, but then you had Jimmy Carter come in, who was this peanut farmer. Everybody felt was grounded and down yeah. to earth, but he was an asshole or an idiot, not an asshole. He was an idiot. So then they got Reagan in there and then they had the Reagan and Bush wave, but then people were tired of that. So they went with Clinton yeah. because he seemed like a real dude, right? Cool. He played, the earth, he played the sax on Arsenio Hall, but then people didn't like Slick Willie. So they went GW and, and then, they... Then we got us into the wars and the yeah. terrorists, and, and we were all like, oh, we don't like this guy who can't talk his strategy. So they yes. went with smooth talking Obama. Yep, yep. And then then the, we got the disenfranchisement, like the racial disparities, I yeah. guess, that were just being pushed. And the whole left agenda was being pushed by Obama and then um, brought in the era of Donald Trump. Yep. And it, I mean, it's just back and forth and back and yeah. forth. And but but the whole point is, and we'll get into this more, is politicians don't want to actually address problems. Right. And the ones that gain the the approval ratings are the ones that are like, oh, you do have a problem. Yeah. Yes, I acknowledge your problem and I'm going to do this. I, yes, yeah. this might be a horrible thing, but but I can it's usually a charismatic leader that can be like that can word it in a way that's like, yes, killing all the Jews will solve all your problems. That's that's and it's, well, remember with Trump, it was that he swore people thought that made him angry and more real, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's like, well, this is bullshit, and they're like, yeah, I this is bullshit because I feel it is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, somebody can actually step up and say it. Yeah, we're gonna get more into this after this this little pre-show intro. Um, before we do, we gotta obviously mention our sponsor, that is Run Your Mouth Coffee. Proud supporters of fascism, not not <laughs> at all. Um, supporters of free speech, supporters of uh, your ability to say whatever the hell you feel like saying. You're you're 
your right to run your mouth, and they also make a damn good cup of coffee. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping. And who doesn't love free shit and discounts? Um, go to that, RYM Coffee. Support companies that support your uh, beliefs and your, your rights, like Run Your Mouth Coffee. Check us out all over the social media. Share us far and wide. Um, if you're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find us at Break the Bell Pod. Or go to our website, BreakTheBellPod.com, and you can find links to all of our social media sites. Check out our merch. We got some really kick-ass merch out there. Um, we got the the great Is This Shirt Even Real shirt, which is in response to our Dead Internet Theory uh, episode we did probably a month ago. We've got our I Won't Eat Your Bugs shirt in response to all the, uh, the globalists wanting us to eat crickets and uh, uh, cricket milk and... Yeah. bug shit um literally that yeah, literal bug shit so uh those shirts plus uh we are not your pawn shirt you can find all of those at breakthebell.bigcartel.com help support us a little more by by buying really cool kick-ass merch like that and represent us on your your personal body i guess that's breakthebell.bigcartel.com had to stop and think about it for a sec We'll get through this. Yes. It gets harder every time. you think it would get easier, but we're going to get right into this episode. Again, share this all over the place so we can get our name out there and do bigger and better things. Otherwise, sit back, hold on tight. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about the populist wave of Europe. We'll be back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, and we are back talking about populism, nationalism, fascism. I don't know. It's all Nazisms. It's it's all lumped together as one. Racism, white supremacy. It all gets lumped together. When it pushes against the left agenda, they all become one. Nazi, fascist, racist homophobic all the all yeah. the slurs and it, it's interesting you had a very good um uh dem not demonstration um analogy analogy when you talked about the left and right being coming up a circle and yeah it was a long time ago it was yeah and it's like there is no left there is no right it's like the further you get from central you just circle back to like this totalitarian yeah. fascist whatever one person rules yeah. all of it it's just and it's funny because I, I heard somebody on a TV show somewhere give that same analogy. And I was like, like, 
That, Craig said that it. first. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you stole that from me, motherfucker. That's right. So do I get um like some kind of royalties for that or I mean, anything? I get, I get a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get right into this because all of last week, I was going to talk about it a little more last week, but instead we went woke agenda with uh, Dave Casey, which it all ends up in the same spot anyway. Right. So um, last week, the headlines were filled with uh, the election of Italy's new prime minister. And it was like the buildup to it is like, is Italy going to become this? It's like the, the first far right politician since Mussolini. That's like full yeah. of the headlines. It's like, what's going to happen under uh, Italy's new fascist di uh, prime minister? And it's yeah. just like, when you see those headlines, you got to be like, okay, who is this right. chick really? Like, what's yeah. actually going on? Because it, it's kind of like the same with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. They threw that Nazi fascist. Right. I I don't even think they know what fascism means anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> because um, like, I mean, I've I've heard a couple of her speeches, and none of it sounds mm. like fascism. Right. The closest thing they got is her party has roots in the fascist, like the ex-fascists right. from Mussolini's days, like the after World War II, those fascists yeah. kind of formed. And is the precursor it, to her party. Her party isn't that called the the Brothers of Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that has like back in the uh, the the good old days of uh, Italy's fascism. Oh yeah, obviously. So that obviously makes her a fascist. By the same token, though, we can't compare the Ukrainian government to Nazis, even though a lot of their people in power had nazi right. connections but they all disavowed their nazism publicly so so we can't bring that up because it's sure. ukraine but in all these cases it's like oh but uh roots in fascism right. roots in the nazi party right. roots and like uh, i'm gonna give a couple examples and it's always oh the roots in the neo-nazis and uh mussolini and all this stuff and it's just it's just all to scare you away from like actually hearing what this person's actually saying. Yeah. So I, I want to dig into her a little bit. So I decided to go to the source, which is MSNBC, to talk a little about the reincarnate, the female reincarnate of Benito Mussolini, because nice. obviously, obviously she's got to be bad. Of course. So MSNBC, this is the image that oh, they wow. have. That's a, that's a scary image there. What did they Photoshop out? <laughs> Well, she didn't, have, so she didn't have the mustache, and they're like, <laughs> she really needs a mustache to like have this Mussolini thing going. Well, they wanted to give like this dark. But she probably had microphones in front of her, so they had to. This is a horrible Photoshop yeah, job. They no just like doubt. blacked out just everything around head, <laughs> dead eyes. <laughs> Does this not say already tell you everything that yeah, they have yeah. to say about this chick? Yeah. It's just like this is uh, what's her name, uh, Georgia Milani, because it says. Even the caption says, Georgia Milani speaks during a general election campaign rally in Rome. So why didn't you post the picture of her speaking instead <laughs> right. of Photoshop disembodied head? <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous. If you're listening in the future, um, it's, it's like you took a picture of her speech. You turned up the contrast to make her look like... You know, when you hold like a flashlight under yeah. your face telling yep. ghost stories yeah. and then they blacked out literally everything around her. So it's just like half her face. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks floating. like a like a horror image for sure. <laughs> that's yeah, that's so, what they're going for. I'm pretty sure she doesn't look nice and cuddly at all. No. So um, let, let's just get into this. This is from MSNBC. 
It's titled, The GOP Might Have a New Neo-Fascist Fave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it starts out, obviously, with a quote from Benito Mussolini. Of course. That's a good way to start. He says, of course, I did not want women. I do not want women to be slaves. But if I propose to give our women the vote, I would be laughed at. Italian dictator Benito Mussolini told the German journalist Emil Ludwig in 1932. What does that have to do with her? Hang on. I dropped my earbud. Did um, Did well, she say something similar? No, it's basically okay. like, because uh, it goes on, it says, 90 years later, the top figure in Italian politics will finally be female. Because he's like, no, I, I get laughed at if I let females vote because that's uh, unheard of. And um, he goes on to say, she must not count in political life. So they're comparing her to Mussolini by saying he would have rolled in his grave knowing that a female became yeah. the prime minister of Italy. Like, if that's, anything, that's, that's, a hor that's a horrible start that, to yeah, your argument yeah, that, already. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm questioning this writer's choices right now. It says 90 years later. Oh, it only gets better. Don't worry. <laughs> Good. 90 years later, the top figure in Italian politics will finally be female. Giorgia Milani, head of the neo-fascist Brothers of Italy party, is set to become prime minister after her party received 26% of the vote in Sunday's elections. Il Duce, is that what they call him? Is that yeah. how you pronounce that? Yeah. El Douche uh, <laughs> might not have been, he might not have been displeased that Milani will have the job he once filled, even though he said they're never yeah, going right. to be in politics. But given her pat, her track record, he might not have been all that displeased. Uh, it says, given her, her past praise for him as a leader, so I've read into this. She gave him praise as a leader. She said he wasn't that bad of a dude when she was a teenager in high school. Okay. And now, and she's since then rejected that. Okay. And been like, look, I was wrong. I was a stupid kid. And they keep going back. They're like, remember that time mm. she praised Mussolini? She was like 17 years. Who didn't say something fucking stupid? Yeah. I supported George Bush when I was right? 17 years yeah. old. Yeah. I, I mean, I would remember say that time that Hillary Clinton said that Mao wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Remember that time when Joe Biden said uh, that the Chinese just yeah. are a different culture? Uh, it says her party's slogan is God, fatherland and family. And that dates back to Mussolini's regime. Wow. It's just like what? what's the country slogan? Like God and God, family, country or yeah, God, country, right. family or I mean, but I guess all country fans are are fascist too. Right, so that's, true. That, that's not a good argument. <laughs> now Italy's the country to have the first female-led far-right government, ending an era of male monopoly of of authoritarian governance. But you know what? They still beat the United States. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's like, yay! They broke the monopoly of male governance. Right, they broke glass Boo, ceiling. She's people. a fascist. Yeah. Well, you can't have everything. <laughs> well, last week I read that. Um, they actually uttered the phrase, the, the statement was, it's not good enough to just be female. That is sexist. And it's overlooking all their policies. Wow. It's like, wow, I, I cannot believe you're saying that. If after. you said that here, you'd be this, hung. This was a, a U.S. freaking publication, oh, I'm pretty really, sure. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's like after after we get Kamala Harris. Yeah. And right. uh, that Katanji Jackson or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Specifically because they were of color and because they were females, yeah, not because that, of the track records. Yeah, they just checked the boxes. But but because like we can't praise this uh, what's her nuts uh, Georgia Milani because 
just because she's a female because that's sexist. And it's just like, <laughs> do you guys like actually re like think about what you've previously right. said before you utter your stupidity? No. Says for starters, Italy will become more enmeshed in far right networks that stretch from Vladimir Putin's Russia to Viktor Orban's Hungary to Jair Bolsonaro's Brazil to Republican America. Bum, bum, so they're going to get enmeshed in all this right wing bullshit, specifically Vladimir Putin's Russia. No, oh, sure. This woman has come out like you you can say whatever you want about her politics and how fascist she is she is pro ukraine and pro israel and pro like all the things that we are not really for here right. so for them to be like oh obviously she's far right she's going to side with uh, vladimir putin she's already basically sworn allegiance to uh to ukraine the mm -hmm. war in ukraine so um basically the author of this has done zero homework before right. writing and this he's article hoping you did too yes <laughs> it's like well, uh, far right, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, obviously that all meshes together. Right. So I'm going to put this in a big word sandwich here and you're going to realize how horrible she is. And it's like, no, she already swore off Vladimir Putin. What are you talking yeah. about? Many of her positions will seem familiar to those who follow authoritarian politicians around the world, including places like Florida and Texas. <laughs> oh, all those authoritarian Texans and, yes. and Flor Floridians. Those people can't See, do anything. It's articles like this, it's it's sentiments like this that write off a whole entire side yeah. of the country as authoritarian extremists that creates populist movements, yeah. Yeah, that exactly. creates populist uh, politicians winning elections because you're just demonizing yeah. half of a population and then it, what? Then all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, yeah. Oh shit, why did we get this populist uh, leader? Uh, maybe because you fucking ignored this half right. the population for the last yeah. 20 years. You just chalked it up to that the fact that they're ignorant racist. Yes. Says uh, LGBT lobbies and same-sex unions that harm the natural family. So this is some of her oh, okay. things she stands uh, against. Um, like gender ideology. It says... Melanie, Melanie, Melanie opposes gender ideology, LGBT lobbies, and same-sex unions that harm the natural family. Obviously, that sounds fascist and uh, inhumane. But in reality, Italy already does not have legalized gay marriage. Hmm. Italy already has just, uh, what's it, the, the unions. What was that called? The, 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 um, the civil unions. There you go. And she has not come out and opposed civil unions sure. yet. So basically, she's standing on the same platform Obama stood on in 2008. Did we call him a fascist? Because he right. was against gay marriage in 2008. Um, stands against uh, some of this, uh, some of these other ideologies. I, 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 there was a couple more. I can't think of them. But um, oh, like anti-immigration and stuff. Obama was against like open borders in 2008. Right. Nobody fucking called him a, a fascist. Mm -hmm. But now we see this <laughs> this push to get back to like I don't know 2016 or something, yeah. 2012, something like that. And all of a sudden, if you are at all against any of these things, you're, you're obviously fascist. a fascist, right? Yeah. Well, because now. Trump has set the 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 um the guideline, right? That he's drew the line in the sand. So any policies that are similar to Trump's, you're automatically in line with them. You're automatically right. fascist. Right. Uh Beto 
says this new anti-globalist Italian prime minister, I, I'm not calling her, I mean, she calls herself, I think, anti-globalist, yeah. but apparently she support, supports digital IDs, uh, backs cult puppet Zelensky, which is what I said, backed uh, uh, Ukraine, yeah. and is a member of the cult's Rockefeller-funded Aspen Institute. How very anti-globalist. So, again, I wonder if this is just more controlled opposition. Yeah, where it's that's just like, what it makes seem like. Do you want fascism? We're, and it's just like, let's throw in this um, pro-fascist or pro-populist person when really she probably just touts the same yeah. things that... She's like the Elon Musk of the Italian political yes. world. So it goes on to say um, that she has her own version of the great replacement theory. I'm not going to get into all this because I I looked into these and I didn't see too much proof of it, okay. mostly because she speaks Italian. So um, <laughs> I don't know. But she says, I think there's a deliberate plan to erase everything that identifies us. Culture, nation, family are under attack. How fascist does that sound to right. say our nation's under attack, our identity's under attack? Um, Sounds very Trumpish. Yeah. So it says, ever the pragmatist, like Mussolini, they, they're really like because, stretching. So because she's a pragmatic person, like Mussolini was a pragmatic person, that yes, means that's he's their, automatically... <laughs> that's their comparison because the, wow. it, it says she praised Donald Trump at the National Prayer Breakfast. So like Mussolini was a pragmatic... That, that, that's, yeah. They're loosely connecting dots here. Like, yeah, right. I... I <laughs> It's really because ridiculous. she has Eni at the end of her name, much like Mussolini. <laughs> obviously, so, yes. It says uh, she was the only Italian politician invited because obviously they're like-minded fascists. Of course, um, she praised him for his elevation of God, fatherland, and family. And in 2022, she spoke at CPAC Orlando along with Governor Ron DeSantis. How dare her! It goes on to say. She says, I don't consider myself a threat, a monstrous person or a dangerous one. She told the Post calling herself and her party conservative for centering freedom, family, strong borders and the defense of uh, Italian nationalism. Yet her radical position and belligerent persona suggest otherwise. Listen to this. Listen to this. Take this speech she gave in June at a rally of far right Vox Party in Spain. You don't need to understand her Spanish to perceive that this is a demagogue whose delivery recalls that of Il Duce. <laughs> so this was the video. No subtitles. Like they said, you don't even have to understand what she's saying to know that obviously she's a fascist. No hay mediaciones posibles. O se dice sí. O se dice no. Sí a la familia natural. No a los lobby LGBT. Sí a la identidad sexual. No a la ideología de género. Sí a la cultura de la vida. No al abismo de la muerte. Sí a la universalidad de la cruz. No a la violencia. Now, what's your thoughts of them just posting this video with no context, right. no subtitles, and saying, you don't even have yeah. to understand this to know yeah. that she is following the footsteps <laughs> of... Right. El Duce, yeah, uh, Benito Mussolini, yeah. Is that not like the biggest yeah. like fear politics you've yeah. ever seen? They 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 talk about how fascism is all built around the politics of fear, right. and this is what they're throwing in your face as yeah. obviously she's a fascist because listen to her yelling yeah. in a, in Spanish. Yeah, and all she's saying is yes to the natural family, 
no to the homosexual agenda. Yes. And I mean, and people are like, yeah. <laughs> well, if you actually like gave the subtitles and the context, yeah. maybe people would be like, yeah, yeah I kind of understand that. Otherwise, but... you're like, whoa, this is an angry Italian fascist lady. Yes. <laughs> Speaking in Spanish, no yes. less. It's not Who bad. Who does en- that? It's not bad enough. She was scre- she'd scream in Italian, yeah, but now right? she's screaming in Spanish too. And so it's just like right. that whole that just that sentence there. I was just like, OK, I'm fucking done with this. This is stupid. Like, I, I can't believe that is where they went with this. It's like, just listen to this. Just listen to this noise. It's like my 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 grandma when I would not eat my vegetables. <laughs> yes. And she was a fascist, though. <laughs> of course. Says some commentator counsel us not to be alarmed, pointing to the high turnover of Italian governments to suggest Milani's time as prime minister will be brief. That might be true, but history teaches us that whenever extremism is normalized, its effects remain in culture. Do you want to hear her that she's normalized? Absolutely. Do. Okay. Here's here's an actual video with subtitles, and I'll I'll read along um, for listeners and for people that just don't want to watch. She says, "This is about what we are doing today. Why is the family an enemy?" Why is the family so frightening? There's a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because it's our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy. For those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, and they attack gender identity and family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother, no. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two, I must be a number. Because when I'm only a number, when I no longer have any identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. We don't have to, we don't have to keep going with this, but you, you get the extremism that she's touting there. It's just horrible. Yeah, obviously they don't throw that one out there, that video out there with the subtitles and context when referring to her extremism. But that that that's an example. Like uh we're no longer able to identify ourselves by gender, by uh yeah. families, by religious, anything like that. Um they just want us to be the perfect consumer, is basically yeah. what she's saying. And obviously that's extreme when it comes to a world where they just want you, as she's saying, become the slave perfect consumer. Right. Uh, to buy into all their bullshit and make the rich richer. So what are your thoughts of this woman so far? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't sound half bad. I mean, I don't see any extremism. I don't no. see any, like, you know, like, he, her starting Sorry. up any camps in the countryside. St- start over, I accidentally muted oh. you instead. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, as I see her talk, you know, she sounds like somebody who is, much like what Trump was, you know, kind of looking out for her people. I don't see her starting any camps in the countryside that no one's going to know about, right? She's not going to start throwing people in the ovens just yet. Not just yet. What what is so wrong with nationalism? Yeah, I, you know, I Like I I I mean, maybe I, it's my white supremacy <laughs> coming out, but privilege. I don't understand what is No, nothing. What is nothing. so wrong with wanting to put your nation mm-hmm interest first when your people are hungry when your people are jobless when your people are hurting and have issues to come out and be like you know what we're gonna make 
Italy yeah. great again. Right. Uh, <laughs> mega. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a mega shirt. <laughs> That's my next shirt. Very nice. Yeah. No. I mean nothing. But unfortunately, in our in our day and age, right? It's about social justice. It's about equity. And so when you're talking about putting your country first, you're ignoring all those who you know are are a victim of the imperialist system, right? Yeah. And that's the way they look at it. It's like, oh, well, yeah, that's all fine and good. You're going to put your country first, but you're going to ignore the millions that your country victimized over the last 500 years. I mean, I understand that <laughs> to an extent. I understand that. But it's not like we're going out and trying to fix those places. No. We're going out and destroying them harder. Yes. And causing this migration fluctuation yeah. and promoting migration and pushing this whole agenda of like mending and blending and yeah. like sweep across like your culture blend with our good or bad it it doesn't seem to be working with a lot of people right. and the the fact is yes we did destroy their places but it's not like we've stopped destroying their homes right. in the name of humanity or right. anything no we're still fucking up their homes right. and causing yeah. more and more Just migration look at, look at what we did with haiti right but, right. but it goes beyond that, right? Because these these immigrants that come over, right? It, I'm not saying it's bad. I love immigrants, right? Some of my favorite people are immigrants. They, they but it's those that come over here that that want to do away with the the culture, right? Like, yeah, I'm not going to fly the American flag. No, I'm not going to play the. You know, I don't like the national anthem. It's racist, right? Right. You, you make us feel bad when you fly your American flag. So that's got to go, right? Any any allusion to you know your forebearers your ancestors or the roots of this country are a bad thing because you have to embrace the new culture that's coming in and that's and that's that's the problem with nationalism in sure. their eyes right well, well she basically came out and said i want to make this a real democracy again like um elections and stuff well <laughs> well just like uh honor like the the wishes of the people yeah <clears throat> like a true democracy and um, she the, the horrible things are she uh, is defending identity, God and family. And those three things are the biggest attacks of yeah. of woke culture, for sure. Right. Like we can't have Christianity because that's Christian nationalism. We right. can't have identity politics because that gets into like gender identity and right. gets into this and that. And obviously we can't support the traditional family because right. that's bigotry to say that we should right. have families even right. even just to say we we need to build stronger families that that yeah. in a way is derogatory I, I, but now. that's the problem you can't support any of the traditional values that are out there right. without coming across as as um hostile towards right. anybody who isn't doesn't fall into that that little box well it's like your country not even talking about america your country some country x has these morals these values the this political system this belief system they I mean, people are tribalistic. They formed yeah. countries because yeah. of similar ideology, similar right. culture, similar beliefs, and then they structured their government around it and what what have you. And then now you have these elitists or whatever, these people at the top saying, no, you need to accept all these people and you can't right. hold on to those values because that's going to infringe on their values. Right. And then whether it's right or wrong, 
people get defensive about that. It's like, no, this is this is my country. This is yeah. uh, this is America country. Right. No, this is uh, <laughs> like we believe in. I mean, this is Italy. It's the home of the Catholic Church, right. um, the Vatican, right there in Italy. Right. Um, there's probably pretty strong Christian values there. I, I assume. Yeah. Um, not to mention culture. I mean, how old is the the Italian culture? Yeah, right. Like it goes back thousands of years yeah, right and so to, to one of the earliest civilizations yeah to, so to force um this assimilation of culture yeah. into it i can see where people would push back and be like no this ain't really working for us yeah. especially when things start to get violent and ugly which seems to be the case in some of these countries right so um i i want to continue for a couple minutes on the comparison with uh, Mussolini, because I'm going to read a couple quotes from Mussolini, and you can tell me if this sounds like the things that she was saying. Yeah. Like, we heard that speech and all those fascist things that she was saying. This was the father, the founder of the phrase fascism, Benito Mussolini. So yes. let, let tell me if you think there's a comparison here. The first is, we don't argue with those who disagree with us. We destroy them. Does that sound like uh, Giorgio Milani? <laughs> no. What about democracy is taking is talking itself to death? Now, again, I told you she wants to build back true democracy. Right. And he says democracy is dead. The people do not know what they want. They don't know what's best for them. There's too much foolishness, too much lost motion. I have stopped the talk and the nonsense. I'm a man of action. Democracy is beautiful in theory. In practice, it's a fallacy. You in America will see that someday, which I think that's what they're pushing now. Probably. Uh, let's see. He says, if I advance, follow me. If I retreat, kill me. If I die, avenge me. It's better to live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. I could see her saying that. I can you imagine Donald well, Trump that, saying that. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you live one day as a, a lion and 100 years as a, as a squirrel. And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? The fascist state is the corporate state. That was a phrase of, I mean, she's speaking out against corporatism. It yeah. seems like where she's talking about, oh, we don't want to be like slave consumers. Right. Yeah. That's speaking out against corporatism. Absolutely. Um, he says, I have been racist since 1921. I don't know how they can think I'm imitating Hitler. <laughs> he's like, I'm the OG of racism. Yeah, what know, are you talking he's about? He's imitating me. Shit. <laughs> he says, um, all within the state, nothing outside the state, nothing against the state. I mean, that's nationalist, I guess, yeah. but, um, but it, basically also, also the state controls everything. Exactly. Uh, the socialists ask, what is our uh, what is our program? Our program is to smash the heads of socialists. <laughs> there you go. So uh, what do you think? Sounds it, just like her? No, it doesn't like sound verbatim. Anything. Yeah, right. Like taking it yeah. page she, straight. Yeah, she's definitely the reincarnation of Mussolini. Yeah, what, what did they say about her? <laughs> um, like Mussolini. Remember? Yeah, like, the, like pr Mussolini. Pr pragmatic. Oh, like pragmatic. Mussolini. <laughs> like Mussolini. Yes, because pragmatism is a bad thing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, was it, wasn't Obama pragmatic? Yes, very what, much so. Aren't most like politicians some I, I sort of pragmatic? I think most people look for pragmatism in their yes, in their yes, exactly. So um, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like they're really stretching the. No, the it's fear porn, right? And like they did with Trump. Yeah. So yeah, fascist. He just wants to to rule the country with an authoritarian iron fist. That's all Maloney wants. Yes. Here's here's one that sounds just like her. People are tired of liberty. They have had a surfeit of it. Liberty is no longer a chaste 
and austere virgin. Today's youth are moved by other slogans, order, hierarchy, and discipline. Does that sound like her? It sounds like Darth Vader. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Or the emperor. Right. Yes. So I don't know. I, I found yeah, it. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. This MSNBC guy is uh, definitely uh, reaching. I mean, what to would they have done the together? if Mussolini, if this was in any other country where there wasn't a fascist yeah. uh, past right. to, to yeah, balance his Cuba, off of? right? Yeah. If she was running in Cuba, would they compare her to Castro? Oh, probably. Or would they? No, because, I mean, can you? I was going to say, Castro is kind of like a hero to the left, right? You would think so, but, I mean, this is an example one minor, I mean, it's pretty major, I guess. One example, though, of the populist movement in Europe right now, because as we mentioned in the in the pre-show, it's it's not just here. Yeah. Like in the last few years, we've been like talking about, well, keep an eye on this because they're saying this fascist person. And it's like, well, I want to see that guy step in because clearly they got something against that person because right. they're calling him a fascist. And whether they're a good person or a bad person, I just want to see how it plays out because right. When the mainstream is so hard against someone, yeah. I just want to know why. And right. I'm just like, let's just give this, let's just see yeah. how this plays out. And maybe that's how Hitler took off it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because like, a hey, bunch no, of us, a bunch of libertarians are sitting yeah. around. They're like, you know, let's see how this yeah. plays out. And <laughs> it's be a like, bad thing. <laughs> oh, oh, that was not good. That wasn't good at all. Yeah. So um, with all the the populism that's taking place in Europe right now, do you, do you find that maybe Trump was ahead of his time? Oh yeah. Like definitely. maybe if he had stepped in office now and we didn't experience four years of this fascism, if he had stepped in office, like say Biden was president first and, and all Trump. this bullshit happened over four years that's happening now. And then Trump took over. Maybe he would be a little a bit more likable, which, yeah. but the thing is that's kind of this, Similar because, I mean, Obama did his four years and that's what gave yeah. Trump a platform to Absolutely. speak on. But I think with all these other countries, because remember the European Union kind of fucking hated oh, yeah. uh, Trump too because he was anti-European yep. Union, yeah, he was anti-NATO, yep. he was anti-globalist uh, like trade agreements and stuff. And so, but now that we have like Sweden falling to fascism, Italy falling to fascism, yeah. Spain on its way out the door, Poland... It's like maybe, maybe they'd welcome him with open arms and be like, hey, fascist brother, welcome to the brotherhood of fascism. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'll, he's what gave right. I'm sure that's what this is going to lean back to. It's like Trump ushered in an era oh, of global fascism. I was just going to say that. I wonder how that would play out if he runs for president again. Are they going to tie that into oh, him yeah. and yeah. be like, this, he did this, this. I keep muting your mic instead of mine <laughs> when I go to cough. I apologize. Um. This isn't the first time that it's not like this is the first time this uh, right wing populist wave went through Europe because this did happen and it was looking pretty like a sure thing between 2015 and 2020. Remember, mm -hmm. we were seeing all these uprisings, right. all these like populist. Yeah. Well, um, look what happened to Greece. Yeah. Right? Was it 2012 when the banks crashed and the economy because yes. of all the the. The uh, pensions and stuff that right. they could not pay. Look at the yellow vest movements in yeah. uh, freaking. I mean, that might not have been populist, but that was there was some serious discontent, and yeah. a lot of the countries were starting to see like populist takeovers and stuff. Then 2020 came around. Then mm -hmm. what happened in 2020? The lockdowns. The lockdowns. Uh, the pandemic yeah. and stuff. It's just like we got to put it this was, all to rest. And you want to talk fascism? 
I mean, right. the, the lockdowns, the, the mandates, the, the masks, I mean, yeah. being, being told you can't leave your freaking apartment. Right? Yeah. Right. And, and but, so, yeah, people are tired of that shit, right? They're like, okay, you're calling this chick fascist, but you had us locked down in our apartments for mm -hmm. half a year. So let's talk fascism. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what it means. Yeah, I, that that's the whole thing. It's like they don't know what the term fascism yeah. means because it doesn't mean, hey, we support traditional values. Mm -hmm. We support uh, national, yeah, like interests. It it that's and, not it. That's and, not and fascism. That's the problem is like, okay, you had Mussolini, who is the benchmark of fascism, right? Like he defined fascism. Yeah, right. He he was literally like the T-shirt guy for fascism. But then all of a sudden, you have Trump in. And everyone wants to scare you into thinking that's fascism, so they move the goalpost up. Mm -hmm. And be like, oh my gosh, this guy, you know, he's all about, you know, nation first, and, and he's racist, and, and he just wants to, to put his country first. What a, what a fascist guy. Yeah. And, but it's nothing like fascism. But that set the standard for all these other right. populists. Yeah, now these guys are coming up, and they're miles and like, away from ben, uh, Mussolini, but they're going to put them in the same category and say, oh, oh, they're just like Trump. They're fascists. Yep, exactly. It's like, you don't know what a fucking fascist is. So let's move over to Sweden, because apparently Sweden had a right-wing victory in the last Which is why they want to join NATO now, right? Yeah, obviously. So um, this says, right-wing bloc wins narrow... Narrow majority in the Swedish parliament says a right wing bloc that includes a nationalist anti immigration party won a narrow majority in Sweden's parliament on Wednesday. It was a major political shift in the Scandinavian country that had a decades long history of welcoming refugees, but is grappling with crime wave linked with immigration. Gee, can you wonder why people would have all of a sudden have some anti immigration sentiment? Somebody that a country that's like welcomed open arms, like come here, come here. And then all of a sudden, like I'll get into later. There was almost a thousand bombings in Sweden this year wow. alone. One, wow. there's like 997 bombings. That's like one every couple days. Yeah. Or it's like, no, that's not true. That's like three or four. It's like three and a half bombings a day or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I can't do math. <laughs> it's like three bombings a day Yeah. on average. Yeah. In this country, uh, that that welcomed Im immigrants, and then all of a sudden, there's like these immigrant gangs. They don't want to assimilate into the culture. They just want to form these like little outlier groups, and then like blow shit up. And people don't feel safe in their country. And then they come out, and they're like, "This immigration thing's not working." And then they're like, "You're a racist." It's yeah. like, uh no, I just don't want to get blown the fuck up." Sweden, a lot like France and Spain and Italy, you know, they have these no-go zones mm. where immigrants are they they set up. And police won't even go in there because right. if they go in there, they get they get riots and mobbed and everything. So it's like they just have carte blanche to do what they want. Yeah. But uh, when you speak out against what's oh, actually yeah. happening, right. it's racist. racist. Yeah. yeah. So center left Prime Minister Magdalena Anderson conceded defeat with ninety nine point nine percent of the vote from the weekend elections counted Wednesday. She said she would step down on Thursday. Populist Sweden Democrat leaders. So Sweden Democrats are the actual the opposite of Democrats here. They're actually the right wing. Gotcha. The Democrats are so don't get that mixed up. Sure. Swedish Democrats are the right wing block gotcha. here. So it says populist Sweden <clears throat> Sweden Democrat leader Jimmy Ackeson declared victory for the four party block. He said his party would be a cons 
destructive and driving force in the work of rebuilding safety in Sweden. He said it was time to put Sweden first. Does that sound familiar? Right. I mean, is that a bad thing when there's three bombings no. a day to be like, you know, uh, we're going to back off this immigrant stuff and we're going to put our country first and look. Yeah. I mean, whether I, you're a good guy or a bad guy, that's what the people want to hear well, at yeah, this point. Absolutely. So it goes on to say uh, the block that includes the Sweden Democrats, the country's second largest party, won a thin majority in parliament. Though a few votes were outstanding, they were not enough to sway the final outcome. Goes on to say, while Anderson is personally popular, anxiety in Sweden has grown over high crime rates in segregated districts, like you were talking about, the no-go zones, that are home to a large number of immigrants who have failed to integrate into Swedish, Swedish society. Some blame her social Democrats who have been in power for eight years. Goes on to say, the Swedish Sweden Democrats were a long shunned by the Swedes because the party, they had to point this out, party was founded in the 80s by neo-Nazis. So obviously there's neo-Nazi ties, even though it says in recent years it moved into the mainstream by expelling extremists. Yeah. But they're, they're obviously the far right, the, the fascists, right. even though this is exactly what happened in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They were right. founded by neo-Nazis yeah. and then they were like, no, you got to denounce your neo-Nazism. They're like, okay, we're no longer neo-Nazis. And then everybody's like, Oh, you guys are all conspiracy theorists for thinking right. there's neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. They they all denounced their Nazism yeah, right. two years ago. Yeah. Well, that happened in Sweden, but yet they're still um, being like smeared as some like fascist takeover right. in Sweden. <coughs> it says, uh, uh, it goes on to say, now it will be enough for the, now it will be enough with a failed social democratic policy. This is the guy that won saying this, uh, that for eight years has continued to lead the country in the wrong direction. It is time to start rebuilding security, welfare, and cohesion. It's time to put Sweden first. The Sweden Democrats will be a constructive and driving force in this work. And then he says, now the work begins to make Sweden good again. <laughs> Not great again. Just no, good. just good. Sweden was never great. Yeah. It was just good. Yeah. But now we Let, need let's to... not shoot for the stars. Yeah. Let's, let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> let's be realistic. Or maybe it's like, I don't want to be too Trumpy here. Yeah, right. yeah. Or maybe the translation for they don't have a, a yeah. word for great. great. So it just translates. <laughs> I've heard to that good. about Sweden. Yes. yes. They don't do great. They only do meh. Yeah. <laughs> Time to make Sweden okay <laughs> again. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What is. I mean, what does Sweden have to offer anyway? Right? Meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. So so what do you think of the Swedish thing? Do you think yeah. Do you think they have serious concerns to deal with here? The the government coming in? No, like the, the, the people. Like why oh. why would they possibly vote in the other side who yeah. has neo Nazi ties? Yeah. Uh because maybe Nobody's our country is getting shit on yeah. from the outside I, in. I mean, wouldn't you when you look at when you look at like our country, mm -hmm. okay, it pisses me off that we send trillions of dollars overseas to other countries for for no particular reason, right? right. I mean, we give we give billions over to Ukraine, trillions dollars to Pakistan and India so they don't blow each other up. Yes, right. We give billions to Israel to because they're there. I mean, and, and so it's like. And our military scattered all over the world. Mm -hmm. I wish we'd have, and well, we did have a politician that was like, well, we need to kind of look out for ourselves. And he got, and you know, he got demonized by it. 
But to me, it just makes sense, right? It, that you take care of your country first. But the problem is they're ignoring well, and that's the it. concerns of the yes, people because people are like, well, um, maybe we shouldn't close the borders because, you know, we've had three bombings a day since uh, we've had open borders. Wow. You're racist. Well, I, I can't even I, believe I'm hearing this. I cannot believe you yeah. said that. The, the hate that's running through the, the that's country. That's your right now. white supremacy showing yes. these. Do, what are they going to do? Go back and bomb, blow up their own country. Yeah. That's so racist of you yeah, to assume right? that we did that for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't they do have, it again. They have nothing left to blow up because we blew it up for them <laughs> exactly. so stop being so yeah, racist so you have enough stuff to blow up that you should be happy with okay <laughs> so here's something here's an article from the independent sentinel sentinel, sentinel. Um, the title of this is telling enough to me it it just shows the disconnect because it says european politics might be moving right do might be moving right due to crime and in immigration it's like they can't yeah. Can't quite I put my finger on it, but there <laughs> yeah. is crime, yeah. lots of crime. People are upset about the crime, and people are moving right. So maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe. I'm not quite sure. I'm reaching here, but maybe that might tied. be due to crime and immigration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should we should we even think about it? And they're like, oh, you don't want to touch that yeah, one, right? It's just okay, racist. <laughs> it's it's just funny. It's just like. Yeah, we we don't know for sure. There's no clear evidence yeah. to support this, but maybe it, it's just like you you couldn't even like, yeah, it's like they couldn't even take such a hard enough stand because they were scared of right. the fallout that would come yeah. of posting. So yeah. they had to put, oh, it might be due, and, and that tells you everything you need to know right there. Yes, because <laughs> this is the one that says, um, well, it starts out. It says in Europe, political analysts are pointing to Sweden and Italy as possible indicators of European politics swinging right. In once safe and peaceful Sweden, bombings have become regular occurrences. There have been 997 bombings in Sweden so far this year. That's nearly four a week. I feel like that's nearly I, three a day. I was going to say, I day. feel like they're way off unless they're going by a different kind of calendar. Yes. I mean, that's like and, two and, and a half a day. And that's that's so far this year. The year's not even <laughs> over yet. Exactly. I mean, Yes. So 997 this year. I mean, it doesn't I even mean, matter how many a day it is, how many a week it is. Yeah. That's almost a thousand bombs yeah. this year. That That's like traffic fatalities in, in this country. Yes. It, like on the East Coast. Right. It, bombings. Yes. I mean, bombings. Yeah. I mean, think about Fucking that. bombs. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want my kid to run to the store to get some milk because they might get blown up. Yes. And this is Sweden, no yeah. less. This isn't right. like third world something. Yeah. something. This is Sweden. That says one there, of the happiest countries in the world, right? Supposedly. <laughs> there was a startlingly, startling, startlingly strong performance of the right-wing Sweden Democrats in this month's Swedish parliamentary elections. Polls show that the Nationalist Brothers of Italy, uh, our, our girl Georgia's party, uh, is poised for victory in this weekend's contest in that country in reaction to massive immigration and crime. So this talks about Sweden. It says gang violence in Sweden was the issue of the election, uh, said a researcher at the Swedish Institute for International Affairs. It says some are furious. Some are just terribly upset. And then it goes on to say in Italy, security issues are being exploited by right wing forces. Wow. So the article goes on to say exploited or just reality. Okay. It's like because that was uh, a, so a sociologist, Giovanni 
Kapani told Yahoo News. And then the article is like, is that really, are they exploiting it? Or are they just pointing out what's actually happening? Right. Uh, that there's a security issue and there's violence and there's yeah. it's stemming a lot from this immigration issue that all these immigration concerns. You see it in Sweden with the bombs, you see it in Italy. And when, and you see it right there, the the excuse, the, ignore, the ignoring yeah. the populist concern. Yeah. Of hey, this is a real thing, and I'm and I'm kind of scared for my country. When they say, "Oh, this is just being exploited by right wing forces," yeah. maybe it is being exploited by right wing forces, but it's also a true thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah, and and no one else wants to address it, not even the media. Right. Um, it says this June, an estimated fifteen hundred African youths went on an, a rampage in northern town. Uh, of Italy, breaking windows, roughing up tourists, and allegedly sexually assaulting young women on a train. Hmm. Georgia Milani, leader of the go the fuck, what the fuck are you? Go away. Uh, Georgia Milani, the leader of the right wing Fratelli d'Italia, is making headway on fears that massive immigration will render Italians extinct. Okay, so you have real concerns. Yeah, you have real violence. You have real immigration issues, and yes, you get. A right winger or a populist person that's like, I see you have a problem. I acknowledge your problem. I'm going to do something about it. Oh, you think immigration's the problem? Let's close the borders. And again, like Donald Trump, it's just like, well, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't we vote for you? If this right. is what we perceive as our problem, yeah, and you're not, addressing it and you're going to right. do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Right. Let's close well, the fucking well, borders. Everybody else just gaslights you and yeah. be like, whoa, okay, racist. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like the concerns are spelled out right in front of you. And you want to turn around and be like, no, the real issue is systemic racism yeah, in your culture. Right. Yeah. And then people are like, wait, I thought the real issue was the fact that our kids are getting blown up. Right. Yeah. I thought the real issue, I mean, it's not just immigration. Yeah. It's like, well, that's your privilege speaking. Yeah. Let's look at like inflation. I mean, here in this country, inflation, uh, what have they said? Well, <laughs> Joe Biden came out and he's like, Oh, was it just like last week? It's like, oh, inflation's only gone up like an inch this month. It's like yeah. an inch. Wait, how? Yeah, how do you uh, measure a graph? Yeah, <laughs> because that's a lot. Oh, what's the scale? <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no, that's not that's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, how how long did they say inflation's just temporary? Oh, how yeah. long did they say? Um, no, there's no no like jobless problem. Right. There's no um, um, worker shortage. Yeah. There's no. Uh, supply chain issue. Yeah. How how long did they ignore the fucking issues that we saw in front of us that were affecting our pocketbooks and say, no, there's no problem here. Just yeah. just trust the plan. Yeah. Or Kamala Harris going to the quiet part of the border and be like, oh, see, there's no problem. Yeah, here. I, I don't see what any immigrants. About. What are right. you talking about? Yeah. Or them like for months saying, no, there's this ain't, this is not a crisis. Yeah. We won't define this as a crisis. This ain't this ain't a problem. Or whenever anybody wanted to criticize Barack Obama, they were automatically racist. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like, well, I don't really like his spending plan. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Did not see that coming from you. Because you think is that because he's black? <laughs> yeah, right. Is that because he's the first African American president? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, because that's pretty racist. Like, I didn't say that at yeah, all. I, I just, just don't like, like his universal health care. Yeah, I don't like this shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, obviously uh stems from black. your systemic racism. If it was George Bush, you'd probably like it. Yeah, it, it's like how many times do they got to point in the other direction yeah. and ignore your problems before you're like I don't fucking like you. I'm going to vote for somebody again, else. It, it, it's gaslighting. And that's why populism wins votes yes. because populists appease the populace. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a tongue twister, but they appease to the needs of the population. That's why they're called populists because they rile up the population and and point out or address their concerns and be like, I'm going to fix this and this, this. Yes. It might be all the wrong ways, but at least those people feel like they're being heard. I mean, go back to like the issue that they have in Sweden or in Spain with crime. That's one of their big things. It's like, well, there's, there's, Tons and tons of crime. Mm. Well, look at the headlines here in the United States today. We've got violent, unprovoked attacks have New Yorkers on edge. There is something profoundly wrong. Okay. Obviously, there's something profoundly wrong. Sure. We've got, hang on, let me, let, let's let it reload. Uh, all right, come on. Come on. This one says, crime expert says New Orleans violent crime wave could cause people to leave the city. We've got leaders like Candace Owen telling residents of Democrat-run inner cities, don't wait for it to get you. Get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of populist sentiment. Absolutely. Uh, we've got, like, Ron DeSantis came out this week and warned, like, hurricane looters that we're a Second Amendment state and you're going to get shot if you loot. Yeah. And, I mean, the left went on a frenzy after he said this. They're like, oh, that's racist to assume that that people are going to loot and to tell them that they're going to get shot. That's racism. I mean, when Joey Reed came out and was like, uh, that's uh, a threat from, that's a segregationist threat is what it was. It, no. She called it. Because the, that guy in the 60s, remember that sheriff's like, when, when you start the loot and we start the shooting yeah, or something right, like right, that. Right. So, Basically, it's like, oh, that's racism. Just it's just like, but you know, white people loot just as much as that's racist for her to assume it's racist. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) for Joy Reid to come out and be like, "You're talking to black people. You're (laughs) you're signaling that black people are the ones doing the looting." Exactly. (laughs) How is that not racist to assume that? Because I said looter, obviously I'm referring to a black person. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, come on. It's like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Yeah. So you you just see in all these like left ran cities specifically, all this high freaking crime and high mm-hmm. violence situation. Then obviously that's a that's a gun problem. That's a we need more yeah. gun laws. And these are in city like right. we know these are in cities where they have the highest gun right. laws. Yeah. It's the same thing that they're seeing in Europe. It's just like well, let's point over at that thing. It's yeah. got to be that. Right. Or it's got to be this. Yeah. This must be the solution. What What we need yeah. is more social programs. Right. What we need is more gun control. Yeah. Well, and if people we just are like more welfare, then, you know, people wouldn't, there wouldn't be so much crime. And the people are like, we just need more, less fucking crime. That's what we need. Right. Yeah. And so if somebody like Trump or Candace Owen or somebody like that or DeSantis comes out and it's like, I'm going to reduce the crime rate here. That's all he has to say. And yeah. they're like, that's a fucking good idea. Yeah. Right. They're not going to ask how. They're yeah. going to be like, "Oh, he's going to get rid of crime. Cool. Yeah, right. He's not pointing We're down at, for that. Yeah, he's not pointing at all these other freaking issues that they yeah. these agendas that right. they want to push. He's like, "Yeah, going to reduce crime. Oh, yeah. cool. Got my right. vote. That's yeah. it. He's not saying, "Well, there's no crime." Yeah. Or, you know, what, like <laughs> what crime? Our city's the safest city. Yeah, in exactly. right. Someone runs off with the team. Crime has only them. gone up an inch in the last year. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're dealing with it. So. I, I do think populism could be a bad thing, yes, i.e. Hitler. Right. But again, you create the atmosphere where populism is needed. By ignoring yes. legitimate concerns of the people. You ignore the people long enough, 
they're going to find somebody that's not ignoring their problem. Yeah, good that's or bad. addressing their problem. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to get into a couple of ex bad examples, yeah. one being Hitler, but this happens. Yeah. And it's the the left or the, the opposite of the populists are responsible for the rise of the populist movements because yeah. they won't address legitimate concerns. Yeah. And that even like the mainstream media is just as culpable oh, yeah. for it. They're Absolutely. they're just as big of culprits because they're praising this president for being like having the most popularity, blah, blah, blah. He's creating all these jobs. And we're all sitting here like, what where? Jobs? What, yeah. what money? What what are, what are you talking yeah. about? What wage is going up? Yeah. All I see is inflation, higher groceries, yeah. higher gas. What are you talking about? Yeah. And the media is just like, yeah, I don't I don't see inflation over here. Yeah. Is there inflation? Nope. Oh, did you see uh, Joe Biden and Jill Biden went on vacation to freaking yeah. Martha Stewart's house yesterday? And we're all supposed to be. Uh, yeah. It's just like, right. who fucking cares? Yeah. Oh, Joe Biden put his socks on the right feet today. He's, he's Isn't that right. great? He's such a great president. He's so yeah. down to earth, putting his socks on right. his right feet. And yeah. we're all sitting here with problems. Yeah. And our problems do, don't even compare to some of the problems in like Eastern Europe right. and shit. And so. When people like this Georgia Mussolini um, take office, you just got to look back at it and be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like, like, like I said, when Trump started running, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah he'll, mean, he'll the, win. The writing was on the wall with Trump. Right. right? I, I had so many people like, there's no way in yeah. hell that Trump gets Because the day of, I've told this story before, the day he gave his initial campaign speech. I pulled out my phone. I texted my brother. I was like, Trump's going all the way. And he's like, no fucking way. I was like, just watch. Yeah. He's he's saying all the things that get yeah. the people. He He's addressing their problems. Yeah. Even yeah. if he has no real solution well, for and, it. And that was the funny part about it is because the media didn't take him seriously. Mm -hmm. The media protected him because they were scared of Ted Cruz. Right. So they protected Trump and made Cruz look like an idiot. And then, and then once they got, uh, well, they made Trump look like a joke forever. Well, it's just but, like Trump was did, the joke. But then they, in the debates and stuff, they were like, "See how aggressive he took that question mm -hmm. on, you know." And, and but they built him up. They didn't go after him. But yeah. then when it was him and Hi Hillary, I almost said Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing. Right? When it was him and Hillary, then all of a sudden it turned to be like, "Oh, well, this guy's. Uh, oh, this might be serious. People actually might like this guy. Right. They what, might be taking him serious, which is too what bad because he's a sexist, misogynist pig." You and know? then they're like, "Uh, they, they're." They're still voting for him. Yeah. What what do we do now? Right. What uh people are listening to this guy. Oh shit. Oh, he just won. How did how the fuck did he just win? Yeah. Why, why couldn't why didn't Hillary win? Yeah, Everybody liked Hillary. Yeah, because <laughs> she doesn't want to address right the exactly. real problem. She's more of what by uh, Obama and Biden do. She just wants to pander. She wants to yeah. pull her hot sauce out of her purse <laughs> and listen and, to WAP. <laughs> and listen to WAP, yes. She doesn't want to like. Yeah. Come out and talk about real people problems yes. because yes. they don't know what real people problems no. are. Oh, and that's it exactly. They don't know the price of milk. Well, neither right? is Trump, but he was at least willing to be like, well, yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, some really smart people told me that milk was really, really expensive. Yeah. And I know you people don't, I don't like expensive milk. I don't, I, I mean, obviously I don't buy my own milk, but, <laughs> but when my manservant goes out to buy my milk, he said milk is way, really, really expensive. And then people are like, yeah, milk is really fucking yeah. expensive. You're yeah. right. He's at least willing to be like, right. yeah, there's a pro there's a thing, and I'm going to address your thing. Yeah. And so people are like, so yeah, let's why go for that have guy. politicians not learn this by now? 
because, do they just not care? Do they think people are just stupid? Well, I think they've made enough sheep by now that they think, I mean, how many people do they stand up and they're like, yeah, climate change. And people are like, oh, climate change. And yeah. they just fought. The greatest threat to democracy is climate change. Oh, climate change. Yeah, uh, yeah just give us everything for climate change. And all they got to do is stand up and be like, free shit. And people are like, oh, yeah, free shit. Because, I mean, it's going to swing back and bite them in the ass when oh, yeah. people. Because the worst thing that could happen for the hard left is for the hard left to be in control. Because yeah. then the people are going to look and be like. Oh, they're not doing anything no. at all. Nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, they didn't address our problems, but they at least promised us free shit, but we're not even getting the free shit and things are really bad. Right. So now what? And so all that's going to do is open the door for another, say another run from Donald Trump or a, even a harder populist to come in and be like, yeah, you remember how that shit sucked? Yeah. We're going to do something about that today. Uh, day one. Uh, and the bad shit. That, right. That's all they got to do. And this they went executive order. Yes. <laughs> and all bad shit for everyone. Period. <laughs> you got my vote. <laughs> right. Populism right there. It's time for a break. Um, we need to, I need to relax my voice before I completely lose it. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. I mean, obviously this is super surface level, but this is, that's what people are is surface level politics. Yeah. And so, when you appeal to the surface level politics, especially when you're like, hey, you got a problem. Let me fix your problem for you. I mean, that's that's how populism makes a comeback. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can they can scare you out of populism, out of fascism, populism, whatever, for so long. And then it gets to this point where people realize they're full of shit, too. And they're like, all right, what's the other alternative? Yeah. And that's that's really all this is. It's just a back and forth pendulum. Oh, this this option sucked. What's the other option? And then you go over there and you're like, oh, this option sucked. What's the other option? And then we swing back to socialism and it, it, it it's a never ending cycle. So yeah. we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue down the, the path of insanity. So we'll be right back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
All right. We're back. We're fascistically back. What? I don't know. <laughs> Being fascist. Okay. I'm down. So, after all this debate, would you say you're more or less pro-fascist right now? I'm going to say I'm probably about the same. About the same pro-fascist? Yes. Is that a good, like, fascist is good or fascism is bad? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm still going fascism's bad. Yeah? Uh, of course, I rebelled when my parents tried to make me eat my peas. So, uh, that's pretty fascist, know, yeah. though. I mean... By this, the standards that they give a fascist. That would be day, fascist. That's yes. pretty fascist. That is. So. <laughs> Wait, your bedtime's eight o'clock, <laughs> and so, you put up with that, <laughs> right? How dare them? How dare them dictate yeah. your life? Power to the people. Yes. So, what do you think about this, uh, Georgia Milani or Melanie, so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I, I, I don't feel. Is she taking advantage of the situation? Maybe. But isn't that what politicians do? Yeah. I mean, what politician doesn't take yeah. advantage? I mean, maybe maybe some of these politicians that supposedly are on the right side of uh, morality, maybe they should take some advice and, yeah. like, I don't know, maybe stop and listen to the people and address yeah. their concerns. Right. Instead of, but, but the problem is. Instead of pandering, because the problem yeah. is they think pandering is the same as exactly. listening to problems. Exactly. Well, and. and you know, looking at Joe Biden's town hall meeting he did with Don Lemon that one time is a perfect example of that. But it's like, do you feel like they, I mean, they, they, there is never an interest to actually solve anything. No. Because if they solve something, then they're out of work, right? Well, yeah. So they uh, got it. They just have to put a Band-Aid over it's it. It's like cancer treatment. They're never right. going to come up with treatment no, for cancer because right? then we don't need them anymore. Exactly. Exactly. There's always got to be two sides they always have to go back and forth, even though, like you said, with the circle, at the very peak of it, they're the same. Jack Skellington is, or at least was here, right at the break. He says, it's good. Been good watching you guys. Good topics. I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying our topics because, um, you know, it's kind of hard to come up with a, yeah. an interesting topic every single week. But we, we manage. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we don't do fluff pieces. No, we try not to. I mean, sometimes we'll come on and be like, hey, let's talk about this stupid thing because, yeah. oh, Jack's still here, he says. Jack, it's great to have you here. Um, it's great that you've been listening to the show for uh, several weeks now. I don't know how long you've been listening, but it's good to have you here. Um, I mean, like I said, sometimes we do it's lighter rare, lighter it's pieces rare. or we just talk yeah, about We had that fun piece about the uh, thermonuclear war. I mean, that was that was a fun one, obviously. Yeah. But um, most of the time, I mean, the the world keeps giving us great topics. Right. So why not uh, take it? Yeah, we got to take advantage of it. So um, I got this article from CNN talking exactly about this populist movement in Europe. And it said it starts out this. This is how you know it's going to be good. It says the conditions are perfect for a populist resurgence in Europe. Ooh. Again. OK, before we get into this, I got to ask myself, ask again, is populism a bad thing, really? I, I like anything. I mean, I, I think it could be, mm -hmm. you know, it could be taken too far, but I, I think that again, people just, I mean, politicians in a perfect world would listen to people yes, and want to address their problems. And only in our day and age, do we make that a horrible thing? Like, Oh my gosh, that guy's a populist. He wants to do what the people are asking him to do. Yeah. What yeah. kind of world do we live in? Yeah. How dare him, like, 
listen to the people, especially yeah. those racist right. white people. Yeah, I That's mean the very term they, populist. They, they the the thing is they they changed language, they yeah. redefined things because populism. Oh, yeah. You're only a populist if you appeal to uh the the right. Yeah, and the right is obviously racist, and the racists are obviously Nazis. Yeah. So populism right. equals Nazism yeah. because of that big. And, and, and isn't nationalism just you know a a bad word for patriotism? Yeah, but patriotism is a bad word now. Well, too. yeah, right, absolutely. Because you're they, an extremist if you're a patriot. Yeah, they've redefined words. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, patriotism, patriotisms, racisms, populism is Nazism. Yeah. Um, they are they're all synonyms in this world. Uh, so this one is from CNN. Like I said, the conditions are perfect for a populist resurgence. You think it was like a terrorist group? Right. Yeah. Like the Taliban resurging yeah. in uh in Afghanistan over there um just the, the way they the way yeah. they spell this out populism's back it's, and this time it's personal yeah, <laughs> yes so it says georgia milani is set to become italy's first female prime minister exit polls suggested on sunday sunday evening following the country's parliamentary elections if confirmed her victory will be historic not just because of her gender but because she leads a party that is further to the right than any mainstream political movement Italy has seen since the days of former fascist leader Benito Mussolini. And I feel like the reason why that is because anybody who looked right was automatically called Mussolini. Well, and because it was Europe. <laughs> yeah, it right. Was fucking right, Europe. Yeah, right. I mean, they're like four years ahead of us in left wing agenda or like 10 years ahead of us in left wing. I mean, globalism started with the the invent of the European Union. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole European Union was this globalist agenda. Yeah. This whole, uh, like, let's mush everything, let's blur borders, let's make everybody have one currency, this one, this new world order. I mean, I remember as a child, as a, like, teenager thinking in my head, well, uh, the European Union is the is the new world order, and yeah. that was before my conspiracy theory okay. days. So, so that's how you know. But I mean, Europe remembers, right? I mean, <laughs> if you're German, you can possibly grow a mustache, you know, especially if you can't mm -hmm. grow a full one, you know, right. ever, right? Any poor guy who can't grow a full mustache is just doomed, <laughs> right? And, and in Germany, you can't even buy a toy tank, yeah, right, because it's a throwback to World War II, it's, and so uh, it's like that's that's how much German, German or, uh, Europe holds on to things. Says her policy platform will be familiar to those who have followed far-right rhetoric in recent years. She's openly questioned the LGBTQ plus and abortion rights. Okay, first of all, openly questioning is not the same as like banning. Yeah, and right. it's not fascist. That's not anti-human. Exactly. You're questioning. It's yeah. like, is this a good thing? Yeah. So obvious, all, yeah. all now, of a sudden that makes you a fascist. Yeah. No, no, she's like openly now, questioned. If you get an abortion or if you're gay, she's going to put you up against the wall and shoot you. That would be a That's little bit fascist. fascist. Yes. yes. She aims to curb immigration and appears obsessed with the idea that traditional values and ways of life are under attack because everything from globalization to same sex marriage. So all those things. Are threatening and, and that sounds traditional like a typical values. American conversation. Yes, a typical right wing conversation. Yes. It's like our values are at stake here. Yeah. And what's I, I still don't understand the problem with a country having traditional values. No, there is no that's problem. what countries, yes. that's what nations, that's what tribalism yes. forms out of is yes. traditional values. Yes, I feel like there are some traditional values like racism and slavery that probably needed to yeah. go away. 
But when it comes to certain things like your belief system and stuff, or just a a, a, a nuclear family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, is well, that so bad that hey, you have? Hey, that's misogyny. Course, that's misogyny. Right? Stop it. Okay. Says it should be of little surprise to learn that one of her biggest fans is Steve Bannon. <laughs> The man, (laughs) obviously we got to tie it to Donald Trump. Of course. The man who largely created the political ideology of former U.S. President Donald Trump. Everything ties to Donald Trump. Everything bad in the world ties to Donald Trump. Her likely victory comes off the back of recent triumphs for the far right elsewhere in Europe. Again, this is just an example of the mainstream media looking the other way and ignoring there are real fucking problems here. They're like, oh, she was she was elected because of all these other far far right victories. She's just following suit. She saw, hey, this this was a package that worked. This far right extremism. People seem to vote for that. So I that's why she won. Right. Not because Italians have real concerns. Yeah. Not because there's real immigration problems, real violence problems, real economic problems out there. But Because of triumphs of far right elsewhere of in Europe. Because that's how they explain it away. Yeah. Right. Oh, those aren't real problems. Yeah, it's because I mean, this just all started with Donald Trump. That's why yeah. we have it. It's like, no, this all is coming because somebody is actually taking the time to attempt to address problems, yeah. whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Here's here's a picture of her with Steve Bannon. Um, for some reason, I feel like that's Photoshop, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh. In Sweden, the anti-immigration Sweden Democrats are expected to play a major role in the new government after what we talked about all this yeah. stuff. So Sweden and uh, Italy are the, the topics of far-right gotcha. fascism right now. So this is what they say. This guy is a member of a far-right party in Germany, the AFD. So this is this is this guy. Gunnar Beck is his name. He's a member of AFD, a far right party. Right wing name I've ever heard in my life. In my life, Gunnar Beck. Yes. <laughs> so um, he's. It says the AFD is a far right party that became the first to be placed under surveillance by the German government since the Nazi era. So um, obviously far right, Nazi fascista type. But this guy said this. Where is the momentum coming from? This is this guy. Pointing this is Gunner. out, yeah, this is Gunner okay. Beck pointing out where this may be coming from. Okay, the cost of living crisis is undermining governments and European institutions. Of course, the war in Ukraine has made things worse, but things like the European Green Deal and monetary policy from the European central banks were pushing up inflation before the war. The erosion of living standards means people are naturally becoming dissatisfied with governments and political establishments. So after they blast him for being part of this neo-nazi faction he comes out and says these things and they're just yeah. like man eh, he's just a fucking nazi right. yeah <laughs> i mean he's at least pointing out spelling out real concerns that yeah. they're, they're right there in their face yeah. it's like these are the concerns these are the reasons why this yeah. is becoming a movement uh cost of living going up uh the war in ukraine making things hard uh the green deal making in monetary policies really hurting people's po- pocketbooks CNN goes on to address his concerns by saying crisis always creates opportunities for parties in opposition, whatever their political ideology. But the politics of fear in the context of crisis does tend to lend itself more readily to right wing populists. That's their response. He spells out these are real people's concerns. And they're like, "Eh, that's just politics of fear. 
Right. Okay, that answered nothing. That didn't answer yeah. a fucking thing. So you'll wonder why they're voting for these populists is because your solution is, oh, that's just fear of politics. Yeah. yeah. Even though everything is fear of politics from, hey, look at this lady screaming in a, in Spanish. Look how scary yeah. she looks. I mean, yeah. is that not fear of politics? Yeah. Or to Biden be like, I am the dawn coming after the darkest night. Right. <laughs> yes, it sounds like a quote from Batman. Right. <laughs> says, why does crisis... Why does crisis create such a unique opportunity for right-wing populists? Most research shows that conservative voters have a greater need for certainty and stability. When our society changes, conservatives are psychologically tuned to see this as a threat. Again, they're just blowing yeah. this off as, oh, the conservatives just yeah. see. And people are like, wow, society, they're just playing it off as society's just changing. No, yeah. it's like, no. I'm fucking poor. Yeah, It's right. like people, like there's an energy crisis right now. There's a food shortage right now. Um, There's inflation out the ass, yeah. or just up an inch up the ass, I guess. Yeah, just um, I don't want an inch up my ass no. either. Uh, but they're like, well, conservatives see any society but, but change as a threat. Yes, and I remember sitting in my, my history <laughs> class in, in, in school, you're, years ago but i remember my professor history professor who i really liked actually but him saying that um conservatives are they're afraid of change right they mm -hmm. they like things to stay the same that's the definition of conservatism or conservative but i i consider myself for the most part conservative but for me it's i i think change is important and what i don't like is that Nobody actually changes anything. Mm -hmm. They just keep using the old, same old tactics to come to the same old conclusions. Sure. Rather than blow the shit up and start over again. Do you want to blow the shit up? You want to hit the great uh, reset button? Blow the shit up, man. Isn't that the great reset? No. Is that what no, that, that's a totally different <laughs> thing. <laughs> so they go on to say, it's far easier to unite people against real changes or perceived threats like energy crisis, inflation, food shortage, or immigrants. So was that the real change or perceived threat? So yeah, because yeah. like they're almost making it sound like, hey, you're just making this shit up, right? Like these aren't real problems, people. Yeah, and they feel pretty fucking real to I most people. Say, yeah, why don't you quit your your three hundred thousand dollar boarding job and uh, try to get a job normal people have yeah. and see how life goes then, right? Yeah, when you have to actually look at what the price of your groceries are and decide if you can get the real butter. Or the fucking fake margarine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes the fucking fake margarine. So it goes on to say the paradox of populism is that it often identifies real problems but seeks to replace them with something worse. Uh, from This is from the author of From Fascism to Populism in History. So, I mean, they make a good point there. Yes, it does identify problems. And sometimes it does replace it with something worse. But at least... Yeah. They're identifying real problems. That is something that the other side just wants to ignore. It's the say, real problem. Who, whose fault is that, though? Right? Whose fault is that if it gets replaced with something worse? Yeah, the people that created the problems. Right. The people that ignored it to mm -hmm. the point where people want wanted something worse because at least it was different. It's like whether the, the populist leader is good or bad, they're identifying problems that yeah. ultimately have been ignored for for years and years and years and it's just bubbling and it's like yeah. brewing and this like uh thing about to implode at least like i said at least somebody's identifying the problem yeah. they are filling that gap that should have been filled in the first place yeah. whether i mean if it's a 
evil dictator. Well, that's your fault that yeah. uh, you allowed them to get to that point where they're like, I'm yes. the only solution for this yeah, right. because you didn't give us a fucking solution. Exactly. Remember what, when Obama was like, oh, well, you just want to cling to your Bibles and your guns. Yes. I mean, that's the most asinine response I've ever heard in my life. Right. I, I mean, that's a lot of the right wing people are going to be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do want to cling to Bibles and our guns. Yeah, that that was kind of the point we were making when uh, right. we tout the Second Amendment or the First Amendment yeah. freedom of religion. Right. Yeah. So, yes. Thank you for clearing that up. But yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Jack Skellington says great reset is make more slaves. Blow TSU. Slaves revolt and natural selection occurs. <laughs> thank you, Jack. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> So uh, Politico, I, I found that Politico said it, like pointed it out best. They said, um, let me pull this up. They said, meanwhile, because it, it goes into all this same bullshit, but they said, meanwhile, voter anger over migration, a clear driver in several of the electoral contests, was oftentimes ignored or lambasted as nothing but racism, with most of the right wing victories being chopped, chalked up to disinformation. And that said everything. Yeah. It's just like, well, you're just racist. Uh, you're that's just that's misinformation. That's fake yeah. news. Um, no, that's your you, privilege talking. Yeah, uh, this whole immigration thing. That's that's all disinformation. Right. What are you talking about? There's no immigration problem. That's just uh, right wing conspiracy theories. Yeah. So it says, um, because it talks about the EU and how they respond to this um, this populist movement because the EU's totally against the populist no, movement absolutely. did you hear what the the head of the eu said when she was about to get elected mm -mm. Uh, it says it's almost as if the bloc was trying to reinforce its lack of appraisal when just days before this year's italian election von der leyen who's the leader of the eu threatened to use tools to make italy comply with brussels so basically she said that they they have tools to deal with not basically it's literally what she said we have tools to deal with Italy if things go a difficult direction. Hmm. So wow. if this doesn't go the way we want it to, yeah, we'll we will it. We'll, we'll change it for them. Wow. Apparently, they did this in Hungary because it says yes, um, I remember Hungary. when Hungary overwhelmingly reelected Orban, the European Parliament responded by branding the country an electoral autocracy. Wow. So the people voted for this guy and they're like, that's just an aut aut autocracy. Yeah. What's an electoral? Isn't that like an oxymoron? Yes. Electoral autocracy. Yes, very much so. Says rather than trying to understand his popularity and to combat the far right in Poland, Brussels simply cheered when uh, the former president of the European Council, Donald Tusk, became leader of the civic platform opposition party once again in order to take down the ruling PIS. In each of these cases, there remains a persistent unwillingness to understand exactly why populists and the far right are succeeding. Yeah. So it's like we want to throw around, oh, populism and, and fascism, and nobody actually wants to stop and be like, well, why? Why are they winning? Why, are, why is it this wave? Besides saying, well, it's just a bunch of fucking racist people. Right. So, and, and you know what? That, that has been working for them for years. So why stop now? Right. It says uh, von der Leyen, the EU chick, did mention migration in her State of the Union address. So she did acknowledge at least migration, but only it only received one sentence near the end. And much more attention was given once again to fighting disinformation. Yeah. 
says it's important to acknowledge that not every right-wing or populist election win is due to disinformation. Such victories often occur because of real voter frustration. Would you have imagined that? Yeah. That people might have real issues and they might vote for somebody that might promise to take care of those real issues rather than saying, no, that's fake news. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's disinformation. I mean, here in the United States, we have 50% of our population, half the population being told that we're fake news or we're disinformation or uh, like eight, like 70 million people's vote doesn't right. count because of extremism and shit like that. It's just like, yeah. Talk about fascist. Like what's more fascist? Like wanting to on RIP bill. It's a miracle, <laughs> Shannon says. Um, <laughs> what's more fascist? To want to protect your country and have some sort of national identity or to disenfranchise 50% of your country? Yeah. What's more fascist in your opinion? I mean, that's an easy one, right? I mean, it's like people want an identity. They want to be seen. Yeah. And so when you are when you tell them they don't have, can't have a voice because it's too extreme, right? you're disenfranchising them and yeah, that's fascism to me. Everything that happened from the the virus on was fascism. Yes, right. Yeah, controlling Probably the narrative. Before that. Way before that. Way oh, after oh, that. Yeah. So, um, what's more fascist? Uh, this this Italian leader that wants to uh, support traditional values, or the EU that says. If you vote for the wrong person, we have tools to deal with this. Right? Like, what's more fascist? That, that sounds like the most Nazi line I've ever heard in my right. life. <laughs> like, we have tools to deal with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to hear that in a German accent. <laughs> but you, again, here we've got a president that calls half the country extremists. We've got real yeah. voter frustration. We've got real attacks on traditional values because, and they're calling us racist because of that. Real immigration problems that are being ignored yeah. and called not a problem. And you're a racist if you think that we should uh, maybe slow down the the, yeah. the illegal immigration here in this country. Yeah. All these same concerns that they have over there in Europe, we deal with those. And yeah. we have a president that's like, eh, fuck you. Right. Pretty Absolutely. much just like, It's just fuck an off. inch of it, right? It's not even to the point now where they're like... Uh, aren't you guys just a little bit carried away? Now it's just like, you guys are freaking Nazis and extremists yeah. and terrorists. It's yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. How did we get to the point where half of the country, I mean, do you even understand the word extreme? Because 50% yeah. cannot be the right. extreme. Yeah, exactly. It's by yeah. definition, 50% yeah. can't I mean, be if you If you tout your, your Second Amendment right, you're considered an extremist. Yes. Right? If you tout religious beliefs, yeah. you're extremists. If you say, I don't trust this vaccine you're an extremist yeah. or i don't want to wear a mask you're an extreme yeah. like we've really watered down the term extremism. yeah exactly that's what i mean they you got all the, the post you got al-qaeda sitting over there it's like we uh we worked really hard to come up with <laughs> yeah, to, to get right. you know how hard we have to work to be extremist and yes. keep moving it up <laughs> and all you had to do is not wear a mask yeah it's like this is bullshit <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like if you have someone that is willing to like actually acknowledge that you have concerns. And that's what all that's all people want from their leaders. Yes, they right? just want I mean, we're selfish people. We just want yeah. to be acknowledged. Right, exactly. It's like I got you, this problem. We want the people yeah, that right. we that we vote for to actually listen to us. Yes. <laughs> At least pretend to yeah, listen to us. Right, right. Like it used to be that politicians were like, 
I'll take that into consideration. Yeah. Now it's like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, like uh, it really is that the problem you want to focus on, yes. racist? Yes. Exactly. Uh, that's your white privilege showing. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't feel that way if you lived in the in Africa, I, right? I mean, yes, there's starving kids in Africa. I've been told that. <laughs> yes, about I've been told that not eating well. my vegetables. Back to not the fascism of yes. being told to eat your vegetables. Exactly, it's a real thing. So again, people will step up and acknowledge that, and yes, that will get exploited. You will get yeah. good leaders. Maybe you will get probably a bad person. Yeah. Look at fucking Hitler. Look at pre-Nazi Germany where they yeah. were sitting. I'm not saying we're anywhere near pre-Nazi Germany, but you had people that they were sitting at like 29, 30% unemployment. Yeah. You had like the reparations from world war one where the, a good chunk of the population was like, we got stabbed in the back by, and they were told this, like we got sta stabbed in the back. We got screwed over and now we're paying for this war. Yeah. And then the great depression hits and America stops lending Germany money. So now they can't, no longer pay those reparations and you had a bunch of people that were like you know what we don't like this can we just not pay these reparations and the weimar republic was like no nah, we're not going to do that because then people get pissed off at us and then some guy comes on scene some charismatic guy and is like you know what i hear you have this problem i fucking have a problem too let's do something about it and everybody's like yeah we like that guy right because He's listening to us he, he'll actually do something about it yes that was not a good example of populism it turned into really bad shit yeah. but somebody was willing to fill that gap and, and, that's, and unemployment went through the floor right. like everybody had jobs and, at that point and that's the problem is that when you so leadership is there you know they listen to the problems they take control and they deal with it mm -hmm. when there's an absence of real leadership it creates this vacuum and anybody can fill it yeah and they're gonna follow the person who says hey i'll lead you through the storm Right. Right. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. Right. So that's like, again, as we were saying, if you don't want this fascist dictator yeah. to take over, maybe do something to yeah. address the concerns with of it the population. Until it gets out of control. Yes. Um, Mussolini, the, 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 the Mussolini guy that, that they're yeah. comparing to Georgia to. I mean, he came to power for the same reasons. It was post World mm -hmm. War One, total economic devastation. Yeah. People were like pissed off about like how the king was handling it. And he's like, oh, I can do something about this. He And he completely exploited it, the, okay. the people's concern. Says like many Germans, Italians believe that the old political elite had betrayed the nation. The general population, primarily the Italian middle class, became increasingly disenchanted with the nation's political class and system. Sound familiar? Maybe with what's kind of going on around here? We. I mean, we feel completely disconnected with the political system that we have here, yeah. and they wonder why um, why we don't like them so much. It says the post-war economic and political circumstances in Italy created a great deal of unrest and disillusionment. Mussolini was fully prepared to exploit the opportunities. Sounds exactly like what happened with Hitler. It's just like you get a bad dude yeah. like Hitler or a bad dude like Mussolini that's like, you got problems, I can fix those problems. I invented this term called fascism. Right. It sounds awesome. It's going to be this awesome yeah. thing. We're going to make you all rich. We're going to make you all not um, have all these economic woes. And we're going to go to war with people. Yeah. 
and you don't have to worry about all the bureaucracy of all the people in the Senate or Parliament arguing. Yeah, I'll take care me. of all that it's for you. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to worry about all that. They're not going to. Um, they're not going to like mess, like yeah. tie everything up in in Congress or whatever. It's just me. I'll handle your problems. You yeah. you bring your problems and concerns to me. I'll fix them. We'll get unemployment down. Yeah. We'll get. Uh, the the wealth back up and everybody's like you know it can't be worse than what's right, going what on we right now with right Th three explosions a day yes yes right? nobody wants that nobody wants three explosions a day it seems like all of the the populist movements that we've seen today all are stemming from immigration yeah like we don't have I mean we do have economic issues but like Specifically in Europe, a lot of it's coming from the immigration thing. Right, Which Donald Trump's platform the to the immigration yeah. as well. So, Obviously, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like Donald Trump's uprising or whatever stemmed from came from immigration concerns, right. and all these governments, whether it be the EU or us or like our government, the United States government, all they want to do is sit here, sit on their thumbs and refuse to call it what it is. We have an immigration problem. Well, there's no such thing as an immigration problem because that'd be racism. Are you right. calling them a problem? Yeah. No, I'm calling the hordes of millions of people just flooding across borders, not wanting to assimilate. And another thing is this is racist to assume that immigrants are going to assimilate into your culture too. So then... Yeah, you can say uh, Georgia Milani or whatever is racist because she wants to uh, um, prop up the traditions of Italy. It's like, well, what do you do? do you, what do you do just when the culture doesn't want to right. assimilate Assimilate, and they're just going to blow shit up yeah. if, if you don't follow their rules? They're cutting off people's heads in the streets and shit. Right. It's like, what, what the fuck do you do? How do you not be racist yeah. in that that Shoot, shooting a uh, journalist who uh portray muhammad in an ill light right yeah i mean it's like right it, it's no wonder even the most racist dictators gain traction when you have immigrants blowing up shit and cutting off people's heads yeah. i mean that's not racist to just call out what what's happening right. but it's easy to see how a racist dictator like hitler can be like the jews are the problem or somebody uh, nowadays to be like, well, obviously it's the Muslims or it's the Mexicans or right. um, Trump saying, oh, those shit whole countries over there. It's, yeah. it's like even if they are the most diehard racist, it's easy to see how they can gain traction and gain interest in the public when the public perceives perceives immigration as the problem. Their yeah. solution is some racist solution. You can be like, well, at least I guess it's going to solve the problem. Yeah. And you can really bring out people's racism at that point too yeah. but i don't think it's all as racist as they're claiming they're no. just crying everything no. is racist yeah but you can see how racism right. can come because out of that how do you people are afraid to speak up when you're gonna threaten them and call them racist right right so it makes people afraid to to even point out that there's a problem Right. Nobody wants to point out that the emperor's got no clothes right when everyone's gonna call them a pervert for noticing yeah. right it's like, why are you looking at him naked? Right? It's like, um, Sicko? Because he's fucking naked. Right. <laughs> so we we're we're in this culture, this 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 globalist war, not war world, not yet, not yet. <laughs> where the like the EU or the WF or whoever have this plan 
of this giant melting pot of cultures where we all just like right. meld together. How's that working out? Right. Like, how's that working out in Europe? Because again, Europe is four years ahead of us, at least, at yeah. least. And you see all the, the people pushing against that now. And over here, it's just like, accept everyone, accept all races, all mm -hmm. cultures. It's just like, it only works so long before well, you, that melting pot turns into like a freaking nuclear bomb. Well, but it also only works as long as all the cultures are valued. Yeah. Right? When you start devaluing the pot. But when, when, when your ideology doesn't have the same values as this ideology, right. like it's like a chemical reaction. You're, You're right. You, yeah. Certain cultures yeah. can't yeah. intertwine. I, I'm as sorry, racist sir, as you um, want to say that is, we don't marry twelve-year-old girls here. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, well, that's their culture. You right. got it. Or we don't have a what? what what's the the honor killing? The honor killings. Yeah, yeah right. we we yeah. don't chop off people's heads yeah. because they weren't wearing <laughs> yeah. their freaking. I, I know today. it's upsetting. Your daughter won't listen to you, but you can't kill her. <laughs> how do you? How do you bring that together? Like. Yeah. Somebody that's hardlined like Italy that has like ingrained culture for thousands yeah. of years. How do you, I mean, how do you intertwine cultures that don't mesh with that? Like, right. like what serious, like literally what's the solution? Yeah. The solution to populism, I guess, would be a acknowledging that people actually have problems. I mean, yeah. that'd be a good place to start. I mean, that, that shouldn't take a genius at all to, uh, to come to that understanding, I probably just lost my fucking like audio recording too. That pissed me off the most, but mm. that's all right. Um, acknowledge that there's actually real problems out there. Yeah. Address those real problems. Don't number two, stop making up bullshit statistics to say how there's not a problem right. out there. Like, well, uh, the inflation's only up one inch, or right. um, We've created 70 billion jobs, uh, so so the right. economy is doing great, Jack. Um, yeah, stop stop making up shit because that doesn't address the problems that just, like like you right. said, puts a Band-Aid on the problems. Yeah. Number three, stop villainizing the people that have the problems yeah. or that have the concerns. Stop, stop calling the people race that are like, you know, this isn't really working out for us. Yeah. And then maybe... Maybe we'll stop voting for the populists that are like, oh, yeah, I know you have a concern. Um, let me do something about it. So, yeah. I mean, it's a novel concept, you know, that the public servants actually serve. Yes. Right? I mean, I, that, that's crazy to think that. Right. Think, and, think I mean, it that. goes back to, you know, Biden standing up there at his, um, his uh, what is it, State of the Union and saying, we are the people. Yes. Right. No, we, Pointing to the government. We, the government, are the people. And we, but, the people. Not but, you people. We, people. So, the and you people's but, but problems is not we prob people's problems. But we're the fascists right, for yeah, thinking exactly. that that's a problem that right. he said that. Oh, yeah, that's because exactly. you guys are fascists. No, again, you don't know the different definition of fascism, apparently, clearly. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are my that those are my solutions to to getting past uh, the populist movement is maybe start addressing yeah. problems that the, the population yeah. has. I mean that that seems to be logic, but the government doesn't seem to get that through their thick skulls. No. And the media doesn't because they're like, well, they're obviously fascists. It's like, right. no, they're just uh, people who have problems and they want solutions and yeah. you're not addressing their problems. Yeah. So until they do, every couple of terms, you're going to have a populist wave wash through. Yeah. To try to clean house. Yeah.
to come in and say, we need to make Sweden good again, or we need to make America <laughs> great again, or we need to make Italy, Meh. Italy again. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, mega. <laughs> yes. Freaking mega. Um, that's all I got because I, I feel like we're probably going to freeze up again. So, right. yeah. um, I was on a roll. We were on a roll and the, the, the technology ruined that for us. So, um, let us know what you think. What do you think about this populist movement out there? Is it a good thing? I feel like there is some value into I know I absolutely the pendulum the pendulum shifting back and forth yeah. because it's it, accountability. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm not saying let's shift full into Nazi Germany no, 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 no. and then back into full blown communism, but um, there's got to be there's got to be a shift yeah. at some point. Uh, to to kind of bring some and, kind of balance back into well, this. Well, and the scary part is, and I know we're trying to wrap it up, but the scary part is that we are due for some shithead to make another we really move are. again. We're we are due for an actual dictator out we are. there. We are. We're due for another Hitler. We as, are. as shitty as that sounds, we yeah. are we are long overdue for a Hitler. Yeah. And Donald Trump was not the Hitler no. that we are all looking for. No. Um, not saying I want another Hitler, yeah. but. It, it's got to, and that's what I talked about with Jack Casey. It's got to swing back. Like with the whole woke stuff where um, you've got, uh, I don't know, you've got kids going to strip shows of tra right. transgender strip or like, a, what do they call them? Drag um, shows. Drag shows. Yeah. You're going to get people that are just like, that were like, oh, okay, let, let you be who you are. Let, let you call who you are. Then all of a sudden they're going to be like, Wait, no, fuck that. We're not going to sexualize the children. Yeah. Let's get rid of all of it. Fuck it all. Let's get rid. And it's going to swing hard back to the right because people are going to get to that point where with anything, whether it's like immigration, whether it's inflation, where they're like, screw this. We don't want any of your bullshit, your green agenda, your uh, social agenda, any of that shit. We want a change and it's going to just slam back to the right. And it's probably going to be super freaking ugly because yeah. the further left they push it, the further, the harder right, right it's yep. going to come and crashing like you back. You said with your little de demonstration, yeah, it, it just circles back. circles back around. Like Jen Psaki. Yeah. I miss Jen Psaki. I do too. That's all the time we got for this show. Uh, we apologize for the te technical difficulties. Thanks for the, the people that were chiming in and um, let us know what you think about all this. Um, it is, is populism really as bad as they say it is? Is this Italian Mussolini chick the dictator, the, the fascist dictator that they say she is? What do you think of all this? Because it seems like a lot of noise for not so much of a problem. Right. But who knows? Maybe she is uh, the incarnate of Benito Mussolini, and she's going to t try to take over Europe in a right. fascistic way. Yeah, who knows? She'll I'm, team up with uh, it, Merkin still in Germany. No, it's no, not. no. Merkel's gone. Merkel's gone. Yeah, they probably got That'd a fascist. Be, yeah, I, I like don't a... think Germany will ever bring back a far right candidate no, because no, they're no. they're like, uh, that's yeah, right. not a good idea. Yeah. That doesn't look good to yeah. us. <laughs> exactly. You remember Hitler, right? Yeah. We don't want that. So. Yeah, let us all know. Let us know what you think. Check us out all over social media. Share us far and wide, um, all over the interwebs while we're still around because that's how we get our name out there to keep doing awesome shows like this one. Keep talking about the interesting topics that, that we talk about here. So yeah. um, check us out. You can find us at Break the Bell Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check out our merch store, like we said, at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Otherwise, be back here next week. 
as we do this all over again. Same time, same channel, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time every Monday night. Do it. We'll have a blast with it. Always do. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.